PTC podcast. We're here today with myself, Carlo, and we've got the brand new addition to the team, Tomas Young. How are you, Tomas? Welcome. Doing good, yeah. Thanks for thanks for having me on the podcast today. No worries. Just having you here just to introduce you to everybody. Um, Carlo, hello. Hello. Yeah. Hey, guys. Um, so it's Tomas. With a father. With a father. With a, with a what? Do you know what a father is? A little squiggly line. Yeah. Do you know, do you I know have one. Just a little straight line. Yeah. Straight line. Yeah. An yeah. accent. Oh, yeah, an accent. Yeah, over yeah. The, over the A. So I have one on my name as well, over the E in Fusier. Ah, okay, right. So there's actually a little... What's it called in the Italian language? Uh, accent. Accento. <laughs> Accento. <laughs> Uh, I don't know actually. I'm not sure in in, in Italian what that is. I what I shall find out. What does it do with the with the e? Uh, gives it a little bit more pronunciation. Fusier. Fusier. Yeah. I have an apostrophe and a hyphen. It just adds time and effort to saying the name. Yeah. In my name. Um. So Tomas, not Thomas. Or Thomas. It's not Thomas. Uh. <laughs> all right, Tomas. Give us your thirty second elevator pitch. Who are you? What are you doing here, and uh, why are you so great? Uh, so my name is Tomas Young, as Keith said. Um, I'm working as nutritionist and personal trainer here at the PTC. Um, I've been living in the UAE for the last five years. This is going into my sixth year. Um, five years in the beautiful Rack, Russell Kama, and now made the big move to the big city. Um, I'm from Ireland and from Dublin and that's pretty much you seem it. to be struggling with this <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say like um, why did you move from Rack to Dubai uh, just the opportunity to work with the physical training company um, and I was working as a teacher in Rasselkema and I realised teaching wasn't for me the only reason I really stayed was it was a fairly cushy number during COVID um, and after that I decided I need to get out there what were you teaching? P, P yeah. to what age group? Um, there was a wide variety some from f- I think there were 7 to 18 primary school oh yeah. full school yeah, full yeah. so I was popping around between schools for a boys while boys and girls Boys and girls from seven to eleven, and then just boys beyond that. Uh, expats or mixed? no, all locals. Or, all, all locals. All locals. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. Okay. So I worked for the government. Yeah. The Ministry of Education. Yeah. yeah. yeah did they get? Did they enjoy the the class, the P class? <laughs> the little ones, yeah. Yeah. Um, the older ones, you'd struggle to get them to come in to with their kit. Um, yeah. And do you think that's different to back at home? Yes and no. Um, for me, PE was the best time of the week. Yeah. Uh, even if I forgot my kit, I'd want to do it. Um, but I know some people at, in school at home, they forgot their kit for a reason. They wanted to do their homework. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, get it over the way, get it out of the way before they went home. Um, but I suppose everyone's different. Mm. Um, some people like the break from school some people just want to sit there and do nothing yeah yeah mm. what's your favorite thing about teaching apart from the cushy number <laughs> <laughs> uh favorite thing about teaching 
Um, I suppose similar to similar to coach, similar to coaching people, just having a good session with somebody. Um, it's very like if you have a good class, it fires you up for the day. Like a, it's like a, having a good session in the morning. You're ready to go for the day. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, and then like obviously I had a few bad session, bad classes, and uh, that had kind of ruin your day a little bit. But a couple of bad kids, there's always going to be a few. You know what I, you know what I mean? I'm sure mm. we we were never perfect in school anyway. I was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what would a good session look like? Like with the kids, <coughs> like what makes it good? What makes it bad? So I, I I learned the hard way. Um, I used to be very rigid in my set in my class design. So warm up, game, skill, game, skill, and finish with another game. Whereas with the younger kids, it was just all about having fun. Like. Um, what you call it, bulldog, obviously not tackling, but get them used to having a bit of fun together, especially after COVID, just getting them out into the playground, having a bit of fun. I never, never structured a session after COVID. I was like, I had my plan written, but if it went to shit, I just adapted it and went back to an old game that I knew they enjoyed. Do you know what I mean? Um, I used to love Bulldog. Yeah, yeah. yeah so those those games, like, simple tag. Um, stuck in the mud? Stuck in the mud. <laughs> oh. Anything to develop there, like, even playing Bulldog, but they had to hop, yeah. across, the, uh, hop across the playground rather than run. Um, little things like that, you know. Off-ground it? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Off ground, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're it. Yeah. But if you're off ground, you're safe. Yeah. You yeah. used to run around finding. It's like hanging onto little ledges on the side of the wall and stuff, and trying <laughs> to get your feet on them. Like hang on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. What did you dislike about it? What's the worst thing? <sighs> there were some. There were some tough moments. Um, <laughs> probably some things that can't be said on air, but. Uh, I saw the shaking in your body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He <laughs> <laughs> started um, switching a bit. Why is your, why is your ear bleeding? Just some. Uh, there's some hard things. Uh, like principles were always great to deal with, um, but there was just some incidents with behaviour. I suppose of, of the students. Of the students, yeah. Just More didn't so, need it. Yeah, just they didn't didn't, didn't want to be there. Like they didn't. Yeah, and they let you know that. Were they rude? Yeah. Really, yeah. yeah? Yeah, And you just had enough? Yeah, I had a tol- I had a seven-year-old tell me to fuck off. What Excuse you my language. What you do then? Just took him to the principal and left him there for the day. You, get out. Get yeah. outside wow. the door. Local. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice one. Jeez. So, just <laughs> another thing you said, very interesting. You're from Ireland. What part of Ireland are you from? I'm from Dublin, uh, just on the outskirts, a little place called Rathcool. Yeah. yeah. How do you say it normally? Rathcool. Rathcool. <laughs> <laughs> or Rathcool. Rathcool. Yeah. And why did you come to Dubai? Uh, so, I, one of my friends um, from college, we were in our final year, and they were going up to Dublin for an interview, and I was like, where are you going? And they told me where they were going, so I said they were going for an interview for the 
to be a PE teacher in Dubai. So I was like, oh, sure. Send me over the information and that was it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Your mates was going for an interview. You want to go for like lunch or something? Yeah, I was like, where the hell are you going? Uh, I think oh, we had an assignment due uh, that week and it was a group assignment and I was like, where the hell are you going? We need to get this done. It's like, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm going to an interview today in Dublin for a PE teaching job in Dubai. And I was like, oh, happy days. Send over the information. And about a month later, I went to went for an interview over in Manchester. So you got the job and he didn't. So you took he, his job. He got the job. <laughs> he's actually still here as well. Um, he's still working as a teacher. Um, but yeah. In Rack? Yeah. No, he's in Dubai. Oh, he's moved. He was always in Dubai. Oh, Why did you get right? Com- coming into the government, they can place you anywhere. Oh, you just got unlucky. Yeah. Oh, so no way. Well, it turned out I, I loved Rack. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Where, where were you in new college? You said university. You said you was going up to Dublin. Yeah, I went to college in Carlow. Uh, Carlow IT. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Some did spot. Did you just say my name? Carlow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carlo IT, yeah, yeah, that's it. Carlo with a W at the end. Ah. W. What did you do there? I did sports science, yeah. I did sports science. Yeah. yeah. And I nearly made the biggest mistake of my life by going to Carlo. Did you? Nearly. I was one day away. Well, oh, you were going to do the rugby course, weren't you? And so yeah. my life story took a, took a right-hand turn when I got back from Australia, trying to sort my life out, blah, 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 blah. How right. old were you then? 22 or 23. Been away, traveling, failed rugby career, failed university career the first time, diploma, no rugby contract, see you later. Went around the world, met a lad on a roof, demolishing this building, we were clearing out slates, and I realized his life story is my life story, but he's 29, no career, no education, no nothing, and I'm 21, so I need to go back to university in Ireland, like I need to sort my, my life out big time. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, that was 2006 to seven, somewhere there, working in Sydney. Never forget that moment. But got to Internet Cafe, started sending applications off all over the place, and there's a rugby course starting up in Carlo IT, right? And I'm in Australia, so I'm throwing my, my hat at everything that I can to get back to some form of education in Dublin. When I get back, like, I'm gonna come back next September. Hopefully there's a, a classroom for me somewhere. Um, and at the same time, I'm applying to a college of further education for like a sports therapy thing, which is just a load of diplomas. Yeah. And I got a few other things in the pipeline. Don't know what's going to come back. So the day after I land, I go straight down to Carlo and I sit in this office and I meet these three or four people all in suits. I might have been in a suit as well. I can't remember. And uh, they're asking all about my rugby stuff. And I'm like two years out of a Leinster kind of trial academy kind of setup thing so I can still talk the talk you know I've still got a few years in me I got loads of potential I got blah 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 why didn't it ever work for me well I don't think I was blah blah whatever yeah so I get into the car and I'm driving back at my mom I remember saying to her like if they offer me this contract I don't think if they offer me this course I don't think I could turn this down this could be my very last chance at getting the contract like I might be able to squeeze in the back door through this rugby degree this is the first year of this rugby degree whatever it was going to be i don't know 
So then the very next day, I had an obligation to go to this other interview in this College of Further Education for a sports therapy diploma, personal training diploma, holistic massage, and, and sports massage. Maybe they were in the same camera. So I go into this room, and I'm sitting down in this office, and I'm like, I'm going to go to Carlo. I just have to meet this lady. I was talking over email. She seemed real nice. And the interview turned into just a conversation for with this lady about how... Uh, she went to a college in England called St. Mary's University and it was amazing and she did all these things and it was just a pure chat and I was like she turns to the other guy in the office who's way over the other side of the office just doing his work and we start having this big massive like two two hour conversation and I realized I was like the, this this woman here she could help me more than anybody right now she like she's just an, like a connector or an influencer you know yeah. in the in the purest of forms yeah so it was after that meeting, I was like, do you know what, I'm just going to go here. It's, it's the far side of Dublin from where I lived, but it's, she planned it out. You do these three courses, bish, bosh, bosh, then you move over to the UK, and then you do these three years in university in London, blah, 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 and then you could do all these other things. And in the UK, our degree is pretty much at the same level as a physio. Like, you've got to do more stuff, but you can, like, you're pretty well respected. Yeah, the only difference really is the hospital, isn't it? Well, the way that the way the chartered physios are trained and what their credentials when they come out is, it's like the HSC, the Health Society of Practitioners, the Health Practitioner Society. So, way back in 2010 or 12, after I left, yeah. our course had been granted the same permission thing. They just had to get all the admin in order for it to be recognised at the same level as physios, chiros, not maybe not doctors, but like um, podiatrists, opticians, all that kind of stuff. Anyway. So, in the middle of the year, the lads are trying to get me to go play rugby with the rugby team at the College of Further Education, right? Because it's a, lo it's a load of boys who are much younger than me, but they've come out of rugby playing schools in the area like Black Rock and Michaels and, and Monkstown, all these real quality schools. And they've just come here because there's a sports strength conditioning. It's the course that Chris did, strength conditioning, like introduction and something, something, something. So these boys are also here. It's a pretty decent amount of players in yeah. this team, but they're not playing. Every Wednesday there's a team that go out, and I I burned it week after week. So one time I did go to the game, and the other team never showed up. The ref never showed up. It was like it was, it was that <laughs> level of a joke of the league, <laughs> right? But the, f the week after that, I was like, lads, I'm not coming back to this again. Like I don't know where. Like I don't want to be here. I'm not coming back next Wednesday. Who, who are you playing next Wednesday? Carlo It. Oh, and I was like, what? <gasps> And they were like, yeah, we're playing Carlo, some new rugby thing. And I was like, are you joking me? Like, I missed an absolute cannonball of a disaster by not going to that course. The way the interviewer sold that course to me, that this was going to be like the next thing, in the back door into the Leinster, the Leinster branch set up and stuff. And seeing the state of the league the week before, where the team doesn't show up and the ref doesn't show up, this is the league that the Carlo team. So I would have been in this league. Yeah. Like I was so happy. Mm. Jeez. I'm sure, it's great unit. <laughs> that yeah, it was great crack. But uh, like, even when I was there, what year was that? Probably twenty. Just bring that mic right up. Twenty fifteen. It wasn't far off. That it obviously it was a little bit more organised, but there was still teams calling off the day before the morning of do you know what I mean not showing up um, everybody ready to go so like at the top level that doesn't ha that doesn't happen Mate, like at the at the 
tenth and eleventh grade <laughs> yeah. level that doesn't happen. I don't know what level <laughs> yeah. that was at yeah. where that was happening. This is like yeah. this is like a like they're trying to be a university or yeah. a, what an information tech whatever the IT yeah, like yeah, I can't even remember. But I was like, God, they didn't tell me at all that they had a long road to go before they had any level of like. Yeah, I was so happy. I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have finished it. You know, I would have bailed. Yeah, definitely. I double college dropout. <laughs> 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 massive, massive bullet. But that's enough about me, Tomas. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about me. Um, what else has gone on with you? So you're the nutritionist. Yeah. Uh, so I'm actually in. I'm just finishing my diploma in performance nutrition with the Institute of Performance Nutrition. Um, yeah, it's been challenging, but really, really rewarding. And I've actually gained a lot from it. And I've got a few more and new connections through doing it, which has been... Is that online? Yeah, it's all online. Yeah. It's, r- it's really handy. Um, yeah. Everything, all the case studies, you just email your supervisor. and Yeah. Pretty, pretty handy. Um, as I say, it's challenging, but it's really rewarding. Yeah. 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 Um, why do you like nutrition? Um, I was actually only talking to somebody about this recently. Um, I spent all my, like, f- playing rugby when I was younger, I spent all my time thinking about the weight room, all that, and I never really spent any time thinking about nutrition. And it's only when I finished in St. Mary's University that I was like... You finished in St. Mary's University? I did a, I did my masters online there, yeah. In St Mary's. Yeah. The in Twickenham. Twickenham. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. In what? Strength and conditioning. Oh, I didn't know that. So that's uh, going into that. Probably should have like known that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should have known that. I bet you I did know that. I just yeah. forgot. Going into that, I was like, yeah, this is this is me. That's it. Just training. And then once I w- stepped out of there, I was like, I needed something more to do, and. As soon as I started the course, I asked a few friends that have done it before, and they were like, it's so good, it's really beneficial. And since I started, it's actually opened up my eyes so much more to how nutrition can help with performance in the gym. Do you know what I mean? Um, like some, even some of my clients, very little thing, very small changes make a big difference. Like what? water like you you see the thing that i posted on instagram yesterday um just by simply having a glass of water or a pint of water before breakfast there was a research in birmingham university and they found that the people that had the pint of water before their breakfast lost on average 1.3 kilos more than those that didn't have the glass of water so little things like that. A glass of water. A pint of water, sorry. So this, so this is really interesting. Yeah. And, and I posted, I reposted it. Yeah. Do you see I reposted your yeah, thing? Yeah. Because my, when I first came in here, I, I write Carlos Daily Tip. I saw the that. The first yeah. one that I wrote yeah. was ice cold water in the morning before anything. And it yeah. just helps the body's metabolism to fire up and get, get moving. Yeah. So especially with people who are fasting. Yeah. If they're, <coughs> you know, if they don't, if it doesn't really kick in and get going, Definitely, it can help yeah. sort of wake up. So, hundred percent. Y- yeah, you backed me up, and I and I used you to as yeah. a as a yeah. I Thank like you very much. Yeah, I was actually uh, like it was only that was only I only found that out through listening to a podcast when I was at home, and I was like that 
can't be true like 1.3 kilos is a big difference over whatever time period it was um it might seem like a big number but 1.3 kilos is quite mm. significant like um and from that there was another bit of research done that those that had a pint of water between or before each meal lost 4.4.3 kilos within the within the time frame yeah, yeah. do you think going to why the water thing exactly so basically why i found that really interesting was and something that i portray to a lot of my clients um where things get o- really overcomplicated, it's sometimes really easy to just start very basic. Like a glass, a pint of water before breakfast is really easy to do. Um, yeah, and just staying hydrated throughout the day has mm. really, really helps. Yeah. So there has to be a pint of water. Is it a pi- is it per liter of is it per kilo body weight? Um, just a massive glass of water. Just a pint of water. Over how many weeks and months? I think that was a twelve week study. Okay, so 12 weeks of water before breakfast? Breakfast, yeah. And if you had it before each meal, it worked out better. Basically, um, the water made you feel fuller before each meal, so you didn't eat as much. I've heard that one um, with meals before, like drink a glass of water before. Yeah. But then I've also heard that it dilutes your stomach acid and that you then don't, you know digest your food is that yeah i mean i don't know yeah yeah they say don't don't drink anything two hours before i say they don't it's yeah, just yeah. the little thing you know you pick up on things you read and you see yeah. and like i wasn't quite sure on that one i i believe more in the drinking the water yeah 100%. rather than the other way yeah, yeah. i think yeah. your body's probably designed to be able to yeah, yeah deal with your food <laughs> also though if it did dilute your stomach acid what it would then do is it will potentially keep you having more food in your stomach for longer yeah slower digestion yeah do you know what i mean like yeah let's say it did i don't know yeah but i know that i know they did they did some studies where they had like uh they had a soup bowl in front of people and the soup bowl was the same amount of food as carrots or whatever on this on a plate yeah and the people who ate the soup, the same amount of whatever macros, proteins, fats, carbs, whatever. People who ate the soup felt fuller quicker than the people who either ate, ate the carrots. Either that or they were hungry. They were less hungry for, they were like full for longer. Do you right. know? There was some, some correlation between the liquidness of the food and uh, not, not eating as much. Like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, but just go back. So, you got, so let's say a big fat glass of water yeah. each morning before breakfast. Uh, not to grill you on this study, but just in in theory, you then have to pack it in with the same with a good diet. You know, it's not That's just like a, it's not yeah. just like have a have a bowl, of, have a pint of water before you triple exactly. decker yeah. like hamburger and, yeah. mm. and whatever else, <laughs> toast and shit. Um, Cheat day. That was the thing with with that study. Um, they were told to increase their activity, all people, and they were on a calorie controlled diet as f- as far as i'm aware don't quote me on that yeah but well, as far have, have to yeah well there was yeah, it would make sense wouldn't it yeah because then they couldn't really publish it really yeah if there was so no yeah because you it also they have the, the testes what do you call them the participants? participants they have to be instructed to yeah. stay on a calorie control yeah. like yeah. whether they do it or not this is always the problem with 
nutritional studies exactly yeah. it's like it's unless they're actually in a place where they're yeah they're just camping out yeah. and you're being <laughs> like fed through a pipe yeah you know <laughs> that's that, this is yeah. why i don't Hamsters. like nutrition is just a, i yeah. think I, I can't wrap my head around the science when you get to if you listen to experts talk and debate and all that amazing clickbait youtube videos they always come down to the validity of the strategy used to collect the data 100 percent. when yep. you get to that stage i'm out yeah I'm out. just i'm fortunate enough where i don't have a particularly sweet tooth i don't i'm not addicted to personally i'm not addicted to any sort of horrible food yeah so i know what not to eat hmm. and i don't eat it i'm not on a bodybuilding competition stage i never made I don't know if I told you, but didn't actually make pro rugby. Did I tell you that story? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you played rugby. So my sports performance did probably suffer, but I think that was more alcohol diet than uh, yeah. Then I wasn't eating my thirty grams of protein with my golden arrow window. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I had something to say there, and I can't remember what it was. Um, look, it's the it's just the whole thing, like. Obviously, more water throughout the day is going to help. You know, I I find I don't have any breakfast, so I'll have coffee. Yeah, I'll have two or three cups of coffee before midday. But um, it's weird putting coffee straight into a. It's much more comfortable drinking coffee after I've drank about a pint of water in the mm. morning. Do you know? So I wake up and it's been getting more and more water in the last couple of years i used to just a little glass a little sip of water and then off i go buying the coffees down but more recently now i've been actually realizing i'm chugging down a load of water because i'll fill my drink thing up drink whatever i want to drink and then when i got to refill i'm like choose i'm still i must have drank a lot there still know? refilling yeah yeah still refilling so um there's good moments though like it's a good thing to post it's a good thing to talk about because people sometimes need like cues a very simple place to start yeah yeah doesn't have to be complicated like yeah and there's a cue look first thing in the morning uh, it's it's remember that big glass you have yeah put that under the water and fiddle that and drink that don't do anything my mom drinks water and lemon every morning forever yeah mm. she's done it forever and i yeah. never really realized and like until i was lived in the lockdown i lived with my parents for four months i was like every morning and then <laughs> we're going down to the supermarket and i'm nipping in i'm coming out with like a load of lemons <laughs> every week oh well, you've been doing this yeah just like whatever. like a slice or did she lemon the water hot the before a proper lemon oh, like slice yeah yeah hot water hot water hot yeah. water yeah yeah and uh i presume she squeezes the lemon yeah. into the glass never actually watched her and like took instruction on yeah. what to do but hammering through the real like it's not lemon juice it's not it's not fake lemon yeah yeah proper lemon yeah it's proper yeah. lemon and it's hot water yeah every day hmm. um and she's got She's been all right so yeah, far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so what else then on your nutrition journey? Whatever, what else tickles your fancy? Um, what do you go, yes? What's been the biggest shock? As in, oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was this type thing. Has there been a big turnaround in any of the science or study or anything that we've, you know, kind <sighs> of gone with? Or, or have you been pretty up to date with my stuff anyway? the big kind of like it's not really a shock but like or maybe something that the average person that's not into fitness not into the industry yeah. doesn't read doesn't look stuff up doesn't have clients and stuff yeah something that that you think maybe in society is something that's out there but it's actually completely wrong and people might be doing it because they they you know it's old school way of thinking 
the biggest one would be cutting out carbs completely yeah. trying to lose weight yeah um at the end of the day it comes down to calorie control yeah not what macronutrients because carbs eating. are the enemy that's yeah, what that's, 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 the, what the, that's big, the old school thing. yeah that's the old yeah yeah uh, it was the same when i was playing rugby in school we had uh we had a coach and he was like me and one of the other props were a little bit um were you a prop i was a prop in my day yeah that. Uh, we were probably a couple of kilos overweight in pre-season and now we're rolling peeling the onion he now did <laughs> he ban, ban you from carbs <laughs> and um, yeah he, he was like yeah you can't eat carbs for the rest of the summer and I was like Grant didn't realise that carbs were fucking amazing how um, what age were you? 17 how heavy were you? 117 kilos. 117th Yeah. No, 115. Sorry. Two kilos different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, got, it got to 117 at the end of the year. You went up in weight. Yeah. That's because you had carbs stashed under your bed, wasn't it? When you got yeah. back on yeah. the carbs. <laughs> when I got back on the what, carbs. Um, what school were you in? I was in St. Mary's College in Ramon Mines. Mines, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I know who the coach was. Um, oh, jeez, I can't remember. What, what year was were you there? Uh, it was there from... I know I graduated in 2012. Oh yeah, you're a long time after me. Yeah. Twi- are we doing school or high school? Yeah. High school, yeah. What age? 16. 18. 18. Oh, because you okay? So we in the UK at 16. Well, we're 18 <laughs> in Dublin. I finished in 2003. I mean, you can stay on and do some schools do like the college upper school or whatever it's called, and then but you go to a separate college. Like feel like my son. Yeah. 16. He's just done his GCSEs. He's now going to a separate college. Okay. From sixteen onwards. So right. from so from six, so you stay in the same high school till you're eighteen. From your twelfth birthday till your eighteenth birthday. At in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And you do your GCSEs and your A levels in the same place. At the same place. More often than not. Some people yeah. ch- change. Yeah, I think some of the private schools and stuff will. Um, you can stay on and do. Mm. I think it's called upper school or, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But no, we we finished at sixteen and then. Yeah. yeah. So you know the college, university entry exams, the A levels. Mm, yeah. You do that at what eighteen. Yeah. yeah, so that's where you leave your high school. You go straight from high school to university. Right. We call university college. Right. So you go straight from school to college, but that's where you're going to get your bachelor's degree. Ah, uh, right, yeah. Because I'm okay. new to England, and I'm telling people I was in college before, and they're all like, yeah. Yeah, this is what I was, <laughs> yeah. I was like. Yeah. Hey? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because I'm, I'm 23. I'm rocking into my first year uni yeah. in England. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I was in college back in Ireland. Like, I'm, I'm not a complete mess. Yeah, and yeah. They're all like, yeah, we know. Yeah. And I was like. <laughs> what's going on here yeah and then maybe two years later i was oh college is like your a levels uh, yeah it's not like a college college that we have in ireland no, yeah so we have what the equivalent is like university college dublin yeah we refer to that as college i think it, to be honest i think it's like that in most other countries it's just the uk that is it the yeah in the states you, you go to college yeah i think in australia you go to uni as mm. well right yeah and then whatever i don't know other countries um, so you were a little fat kid, yeah. is what we're saying. Big fat kid. <laughs> Big fat kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no wonder you yeah. like nutrition. Yeah. <laughs> when did you lose the weight? Um, you're not a big fat kid now. I was... When I moved to Rack, I put on the old Dubai ton. So I lost... Uh, probably got down to 95 before I came to UAE. And then first two years in Rack, Talibat was my friend. <laughs> and um yeah racked it back up to about 112 at one stage 
How, how old are you now? I'm 28. 28? Yeah. Jeez. I know, I look old. <laughs> so no, when I you just, were 17, you were 117 kg. Yeah. I'm and 28. And then when you, you were playing, did you play uh, rugby? Proper, uh, first team rugby? Uh, well I played SET, got injured. Um, played SET fifth year, got injured sixth year. Played under 20s with Mary's Club and a bit of Carlo IT when I went to college. Um, and then played a little bit over here for three years, and that's it. And were you always playing prop? No, when I mi- well at home, yeah, uh, prop hooker. Even when I got to ninety five, I was kind of prop because you're th- nobody you're front wants right now. <laughs> nobody wants to play prop. Um, but have you played rugby here? Yeah, yeah. When, when I came here, I started to play six, seven. Um, because I was playing in a lower league, I was one of the fitter, one of the fitter six guys. Six or seven back row. Yeah, six or seven. Yeah, yeah. Hmm? And uh, so when did you lose all the weight? Like recently? I'd say when was it? Because two years, twenty twenty, you weren't that heavy. No, I I was. A lot of people say I met my fiance three and a half nearly four years ago and pull yourself together a lot of people say <laughs> it was then <laughs> but I remember distinctly coming back from a lad's holiday a lad's skiing holiday in Bulgaria and it was in January I remember the date January 8th after my birthday and I looked in the mirror and I was like wow how have you let yourself go this bad and then from that date I was just like you need to change yourself um, mm. and met my fiance like a month later after losing five kilos and everybody's for, saying for since trans- I met her for <laughs> transformation yes uh. everybody's saying since I met her that I've changed um, but yeah it was before so had you lost a little bit of weight before you met her or did she like I lost, I'd say if she saw me <laughs> five <laughs> kilos before maybe not <laughs> so you never met her but she was working in Iraq as well she's working in Iraq like you yeah. never even saw each other did she just was she new um, she was she came the year after me and where's she from Tipperary okay a little place called Littleton a little yeah. Irish Irish yeah yeah, as well. Irish okay, as well. yeah. yeah. Uh, at the school, she was working at the school. No, um, she was working in a private school in Rack. Okay, uh, I was working in public school. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you shifted five kg just before you met her. Yeah, and then beautiful. Yes, yeah, it would have been like really poetic if she had met you as a fat kid and stuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, she kind of and then left you, and then left you when you lost the weight. Yeah, I was still she pretty. Didn't large. like you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I was still pretty large back then, but um, how large? Still a good pair of love handles going, like like one ten. I was about one oh five. What do you know? Ninety. Jeez. Mm. Yeah. Well done. Congrats. Yeah. That's a big loss. You'll have yeah. to get you on the board for the ten kg. I got to I got to eighty three at one stage, but how did you do that? No carbs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool carbs. Met his old coach again. Yeah. <laughs> just had, just remembered that B- terrible summer where your old coach was just telling you too fast. Yeah, yeah. No, I got down to eighty three. Just I think it was, I think it was during lockdown. We said I had a we had a villa up in Rack, um, with four other with three other guys and the gym kindly that we remember is of kindly let us take an assault bike 
a barbell, dumbbells, kettlebells. Oh, what for lockdown? Yeah. Oh, wow. So we set up outside the in the garden and just... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so mm. we were flat out every day. Um, yeah, that was that was. What was your nutrition? It was pretty good then, yeah. Uh, pretty dialed in. Like, what were you doing? Were you following a plan? Were you going, going keto? We, we spoke about keto last night, me and Carla. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was probably... I was j- No, just calorie counting. Uh, probably hitting like... 2,300 every day, 2,400. Just consistent, high protein, the key. And you just, and how much weight do you guess that you lost just at the best of your estimate? F- during lockdown? Yeah. I'd say seven kilos. Because you got from 90 to 83. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a tough, that's a tough, like, stint of the weight loss, that last bit. Yeah. Um, but in that time, like, what got us through the training kind of got us through lockdown pretty good like because there was five of us that trained together every friday we would have a barbecue in the garden after we trained had a few beers like oh it wasn't that restricted um as long as i stayed in that's that's hard as well in lockdown because you haven't got your normal daily movement yeah yeah exactly yeah so this was yeah something that was really interesting that yeah again i, I read was that you know doing a workout is only one hour if you're 24 yeah, 100%. And if you're not if you're not moving in the rest of it, you know, people get so fixated with sitting around all day and then going to the gym for an hour and be like, no, it's fine. I I went to the gym, so it must be. But it's like, That's but it, your other yeah. one thousand five hundred calories, you should have normally burned. You're not yeah, burning, so yeah. actually, you're still uh, you're still only on, <laughs> you know, a thousand whatever that that you technically so yeah, through so lockdown is he? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Were you going out? I mean, I don't know what it was like here. The old time, yeah, the old time in in house, right? I wasn't here either. You went here either, no, no. They needed a permit. You, you tell us about it. It was kind of okay, a little bit more relaxed up where we were. Um, got out for a bit of a walk. Not every day, but I think we. I was teaching online, so I kind of made it my job to make Teach a... PE? Yeah. Online? Wow. Yeah, just doing hit classes with the kids. Are you okay. doing classes as well? Yeah. Like, were you doing... The, were you doing were you standing, shouting at the screen, or yeah. were you doing the ups yeah. and downs and burpees with them? Yeah, yeah. So you're actually working out eight hours a day, but it was only like I was only doing one lesson, one lesson. Yeah, but th- that's your that's effectively what Carlo was saying. That's your neat. That's your non-exercise, exactly. whatever, whatever. And non-anabolic testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> if I was covering a class, say that I like say, didn't have, there wasn't a teacher. Um, I'd make sure that say I that again if I was covering a class for a teacher that wasn't there they were homesick yeah uh, homesick doing nothing yeah <laughs> Every, when everybody was at homesick um, I made sure I had a standing desk rather than sitting so okay. you did cover other lessons you yeah, yeah covered English and all yeah like what lessons did you cover English English Arabic maths you taught Arabic, Arabic. I, I didn't teach Arabic but um, Go the, on kid, then. the kids taught what me. What sh- they do a hit class shway in Arabic? Shway shway. Yalla, chalas. Yalla, chalas. Chalas. Yalla. Wahish. What? Wahish. What does that mean? It's like a beast or an animal. Wahish. 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 Yeah. Huh. One of my old clients taught me that. Um, what else oh. is there? Can't remember. It's a compliment. They call you a beast. Yeah, yeah, beast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wahish. I used wahish. to go around calling people, calling him a beast in the gym, and he was like. It's wash in our Arabic. Yeah. Okay. So there's there's a new one for you. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I'll forget that quick, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, <laughs> so you lost. You got down to eighty-three kg. Yeah. What did you learn about your weight loss journey? Um, a lot of self-discipline. Like when motivation wasn't there, you you just have to tap into that discipline. There's if you want something, you can get it, um, and nobody else is going to do it for you. You have to do it yourself. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As easy as as easy as it is to say, it's hard to put into practice, you know. Um, <laughs> and it does take time. Like I've before that, I tried. Obviously, it wasn't sustainable the ways I, the ways I tried it without carbs, you know. Um, but I found the the sweet spot, and it worked for me. So, would you say you struggled with eating when you were a kid? Like, did you do you have memories of of? Uh like loving sweets or or was it just food in the house was it some um, like what do you think was it that m- brought you to 115 kg as a 17 year old yeah i don't know somebody asked me that before and i don't i can't really pinpoint it um because the food in the house wasn't particularly bad uh dinners were always like spuds or uh, potatoes spuds spuds potatoes 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 meat and veg rice pasta meat and veg it was probably the volume of the food that i was eating um more so did you have a big family no i would just just go for it because i was i was you play, know I, child. I was playing no it two sisters but they were all living they had all they were in boarding school older than you older than me yet yeah. i'm i'm uh seven years younger than the next um, I suppose bread was kind of my weakness. Carbs. Yeah, as a kid, though. <laughs> yeah. That's carbs, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> any bread? <laughs> no. A- any particular bread? No. What, what was the weakness? The bread? <sighs> no, just breakfast rolls. I suppose bread and butter, like. Yeah, big time. Bread and toast. But, but like most families have that for kids, and not every kid turns out. Yeah, but when you're when you're yeah. when you're having five six. No, sizes. look, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not. A, I'm, and the reason why I'm asking you is just to see if there is a particular thing that you could say, like. If in your own experience, because everyone's different. I remember playing rugby with kids, and uh, they were just always overweight. And yeah, it was nothing. Mm. It just they were just that kid, and yeah, as a kid you get teased for it and stuff. But like, I knew them not as kids who would be gorging on big gulp, you know, soda drinks and all those things you yeah, see yeah. in those American movies. When you're at school, you don't have the time. Yeah, like you you <laughs> you wake up, you have breakfast. I'm pretty sure you're not overloading. You know, as a kid, you. You can't be bothered. Or at least as your parents are going to be buying you the same as my parents are buying me, a bowl of cereal, some orange juice. Mm. Get out to school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You get to school, you have a sandwich, uh, a ribena, a blackcurrant drink. and That's a it. Twix. Yeah, yeah. And maybe a banana. Yeah. And then for a big lunch, you have a baguette with some ham, you know, or something like that. You yeah. Some yeah. sort of roll and crisps. And then after school. So actually the amount of kind of, you know, through that part of the day is fairly restricted because you can't. You got, you know, you're in class. Yeah. So it's afterwards, and then weekends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What weekends were probably there. But yeah. there must be something else, uh, another layer to where, where some kids like why? Because it still blows my mind as to how professional rugby players have the have a prop. Do you know uh-huh. what I mean? There's nobody training harder, more frequently, more intensely than those. 22 lads who are taking on like the Leinster team or the the British English Premiership, the French team, but yet there's five or six lads on that team 
who have got overweight BMIs. Yeah. Mm. Do you know, like, what does that say about the human body? Is that some people, no matter how much you train, and it's they're not like, yeah. there's not like five lads that are just allowed to go home and eat shit. Yeah. Right, <laughs> they're like, not on the program. Yeah, it's like, you <laughs> lads are the props, so you don't have to relate yeah. your food. Go yeah. home and eat carbs. Yeah, we need just fat, off you go. It's yeah. like, they show up. Yeah, train, same as, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Strength, train, do the whole lot. Do yeah. the fitness stuff. They might not be at the front, but that's not the point, is they're putting a shift in. And yet they still turn out every season as the overweight lads. Or yeah. at least maybe nowadays. If you want to go nowadays, 2022, the props are... Are they more static in the game in general? I mean, I used to play rugby a lot. I really no, enjoyed no, rugby. No. But I haven't for, for a long time and really yeah. watched it. So are they any more static within no. the game than the no, other no, no, the no. other players now? Game's you changed look, a lot. If, if you, yeah, look, the game has changed a lot. And I bet you if you saw a prop with a shirt off now, there's going to be lads who have six-packs. Yeah, right? 100%. Yeah. I get you. But let's go back 10 years you know or yeah. 10 years to 20 years there's still of the 22 lads on any professional rugby team there's two really fast wingers <laughs> yeah. there's a little bit of a slower fullback there's your quarterback out half and then you got the tall lads and you got the fat lads and they're all doing more or less the same training you know but mm. on every single team there's five fat guys or five overweight guys yeah um, and the training programs apply to them as well. Yeah. But for some reason, they just have excess body fat, you know, and they're running around the pitch just as much. Beer? That was always going to blow <laughs> my mind. But they, but they wouldn't. No. Not Honestly, haven't yeah. pl- you've played in teams. Yeah, you, you know yeah, the yeah. props. You've played in the front row. You yeah. know that you're not like potato chips and, and, si- and you yeah, know, cider before <laughs> the game compared to the, yeah, yeah. the the winger who's like, oh, you're so fat, you know. <laughs> yeah. And they're not on a particularly different training program. Like the wingers aren't on sprints and explosives. and No, that bit they are, right? They're definitely on different technical attributes of their game. Right. So so they're doing a bit more prop, scrummaging, rooking, forward work. The backs are doing more gas, go, 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 right? Yeah. But when you probably look at the intensity, the heart rates, the, the... because the fact they're training every day any yeah, exactly. anyway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like Regardless of what the wingers are doing, yeah. they're still doing enough. Yeah, the two lose weight yeah. compared to another fat guy who's not in the professional rugby team. You know, some Tomas Young, 23, trying to meet his fiance. He hasn't lost a 7 kg yet. You put him into that training session with the he professionals. He'd lose weight. He'll lose all the weight. Yeah, yeah. That's my point. But yeah. for some reason, these guys, they just... Maybe they're tortured into like <laughs> eating 5,000 calories a day. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, it could be that. It You're could not be allowed to. Yeah, keep the weight. It could be that. That could. That's that's a good point because it could be that they're on a mass gainer. It could mm. be that they are on a. Listen, lads, we do need you. So you're going to do all the training, but you're also going to have these two. We like need the. We need the weight and two thousand calorie shakes after each morning session, yeah. and then you go home and have your full dinner. They yeah. might be. I don't know. But <laughs> do you think they have a hat? Then you got to pick the. He's going to be the fat <laughs> ones. <laughs> Please don't be me. Ah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the hat you want to be in. Yes. I don't, <laughs> yeah, to, I don't yeah. need to starve myself. But that might be at the top of professional mm. level. I don't really know, but I don't think so. Because I've been in, even when I was doing my placements and stuff, we're in changing rooms, you know, you're in mm. professional setups. Because they still run around for the whole game. 80 minutes, isn't it, rugby? And 80 minutes, yeah. Six yeah. days a week. Yeah. yeah. You know, in the training sessions, the pool sessions, they're all there. Yeah. yeah. Um, going back to my, there's just something in the metabolism deep down that no matter how fit, strong they are, they're just carrying this extra, okay. yeah, yeah. extra bulk. I yeah. think nowadays they do split a lot of the weight sessions up and the pitch sessions. So whereas backs might be doing their back moves where they're doing a lot of running, mm. forwards are doing line outs where they mightn't be... More static and the heart rate never gets... It's more static. But if they're doing 
full contact competition against each other it's obviously different yeah, but yeah. they they will have i'm sure they will have days where they're on high calories days where they're on lower calories depending on like they'll have all that periodized yeah. before they go anywhere near camp and each player has their goals that they won't have a calorie goal in specific but they'll if there's dinner if there's a dinner buffet they'll have like a get what a gainer pla- uh, plate should look like a maintenance plate should look like mm. and a loser plate should look like and players go on that by what they've been told by the nutritionist mm. do you know what i mean so i think it's so that's at the highest level that's at the highest level yeah, yeah. but as you say it's the same again warriors like yeah. you know I, I, uh, it's within football it's the same like the professional teams they have you know some players that actively trying to bulk up yeah so they yeah when they go for meals it's they exactly have that the same. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah yeah they have like literally have like bulking plates <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah maintenance yeah. stripping yeah. lean yeah that's it yeah. yeah you don't think you were excessively eating as a kid as i said it was i i would have had big por- bigger portions yeah. than but my mates like were you, were you were you called names as a kid for being chunky? Not, not really. Um, St. Mary's lads were so nice to each other, though. Because it was you always... You guys were so nice. <laughs> <laughs> These lads were like, Tomorrow's looking good today, pal. And then the other guy would be like, Hey, don't don't be mean, man. Yeah. I'm not being mean, I'm being nice. But I don't do sarcasm in that. You might hurt Tomorrow's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was yours. That was definitely St. Mary's. <laughs> how, far away, how far away were you from St. Mary's? <sighs> not far. Ten, no. minute, ten minute drive? Like in no traffic. Uh, up yeah. on the hill looking down on them or... Uh, morally <laughs> speaking, yes. <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we were pretty big rivals. In the probably the biggest rivals. The that was our bi- Oh, were really? Our, they were our biggest rivals. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 We won. Is, your, is the answer to you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did win. You've you've won it more times anyway. Yeah. All that matters is when I played, we won. After yeah. that, I can't speak for any other team. I don't know where you were on Paddy's Day, 2003. I, I, I was there, I'm pretty sure. I know where Chris was anyway, that's for sure. And I know where I was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Where's I Chris was. from? Five minutes from Keith. Oh, so you're yeah, Chris is a little bit further away. You're from Rathcool, yeah? Yeah. Chris is from, uh, like, where Knock Lion meets Tala ah, meets right. the mountains. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, top of Ballycullen. Yeah. Chris is from up there. Ah, okay. The foothills of the mountains, like. Right. Uh, but he went to McDara's. Um, I mean, Chris is bad in both of us at rugby, ultimately, yeah. like hands yeah. down. So glad he's not here. You <laughs> um, <laughs> can edit that bit. Yeah, because well, I've told him Chris is Chris is a beast. Anyone who underestimates Chris as a rugby player is silly. I, I did, yeah. I've never seen yeah, him play, but he is. Does he have a UAE cap? He's an international cap. He's yeah. very, he's very rugby orientated here, isn't it? PTC. Well, me it's a bad thing. I'm just. We just uh, saying, yeah, a lot, a lot of um, obviously Robin as well, and yeah, yeah. Hattie, Hattie play? Yeah, Hattie does play. Yeah, that's very true. Actually, I didn't look at it that way before. Yeah, it is. Hattie plays. Robin just come back. From uh, everyone's main. Yeah. We'll have to go around the podcast yeah. to try and talk about. It. She hates talking on the microphone. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Hattie does play. I don't know what teams they. But Robin plays for the Exiles. I know that much. That's Hattie great. plays for the Hurricanes. I think. Is it? Yeah. Um, oh, so they play in opposite teams. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Yeah. yeah they play against each other. Yeah, yeah, sure they do. Oh, They've we should go watch it. They have tournaments every, yeah. every like. Yeah, that'd be cool. There's like ladies tournaments every three, four weeks. Yeah, that all the same teams. Oh, play. that'd be that'd be really cool. Maybe we can get the the members to get a day out. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Claude and Rachel and some of the girls go to the games. Yeah, yeah. 
be really nice to go and support them and yeah. take the members along. They can see what it's about. Yeah. yeah. Play drinking games. Yeah. Play drinking games. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> go, go to the Dubai Sevens as well. The Sevens is unfortunately clashing with our uh, surf trip. Trip, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So for people who don't want to go out on a boozy Sevens weekend, we have just the alternative. Well, it is my birthday on that surf trip. Is it? It's even better. You can have a little tequila. Yep. I already told them last night. Yeah. <laughs> what date is your birthday? The 1st of December. Oh, okay. you, you said January was yours. Yeah, what 4th of January. Ah, my yeah. son's the 9th. You're the 4th of January. Eighth, but yeah. Robin's like New Year's Eve or something. Is she? Ah, oh, a friend of mine's New Year's Eve. I think Robin's New Year's yeah, Eve. Yeah, he hated it. She <laughs> <laughs> you knows it's definitely going to be a party somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People have yeah, to be everyone, to everyone always forgets. It's like, it's my birthday, shut up. Yeah. So, yeah, we were better than Mary's. That's all you need to know. Mm. That's the moral of that. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, I'd say and this is club level, right? School. You're talking club. School and club. Ah, I don't right, really okay. know where it will be at the club level. Ternier at the moment would be in the top division in uh, the clubs, and Mary's would be kind of, I think they're in the second. Right. Like oh, so a whole division. Yeah, but it okay. that chops and changes very yeah. quickly. What's like. the biggest team? What's the biggest rugby team in in Ireland? Well, there's the club teams. Yeah, and then the next level up is Leinster, Munster, Ulster. That they're the ones who play in the Heineken Cup and play against the English teams. Yeah. So there's like very, very tiered system within the club. Okay, that's so where just all those the money three is. that are in the higher and Connacht. That's they're the four provinces. That's where all the money is. That's where the big contracting and careers are. They and they play against each other. Yeah, yeah. And they play and against England and they play against. The teams. Then there's the league, obviously. That they yeah, they have yeah. a bunch of leagues and a bunch of. And the league that brings in the European teams. Yeah, that's that league. They play. That is that league. Yeah, yeah, they play like a British and Irish league kind of thing. Right. Yeah. What's yeah. it called? Play against the French the URC teams. URC or something. It, it used to be called the Celtic League. It used to be called. Yeah, there. Uh, you're right. There's teams from. It's the URC now, and there's teams from South Africa. Who's the biggest team in Ireland? Leinster. Probably Leinster at the moment. Yeah. Leinster? At a, at, a club at the moment, or just in general, like over history? Uh, it would have been Munster a few years a few Munster, years back, yeah. yeah. I'd say Leinster is just, it's all down to now, judged by it. Because professional rugby is only starting in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. So, like, there was nothing in the 90s. Ulster won the first European Cup. They're the northern province. Yeah. In 99. And then Munster won a couple in the early 2000s. And then Leinster won a couple in, like, from 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, somewhere there. They won a bunch. Right. Uh, and then and European, you said? Yeah. yeah. Right, okay. And then Leinster, like the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. And then Leinster have been in or around there since then. Okay. Uh, That's pretty cool. At the club level below that, then you have all the local clubs, like who what me and Tomas would play for if we went back. Hmm. Do you know? And that, there is high standards in that for sure. Yeah. Um but it's not professional. Or if it's professional, it's like an envelope with a bit of cash. Yeah. You yeah. know, like semi-pro. Yeah. There's nobody b- building a full-time career at the club level. Yeah. Um, and at the moment this year, last year, Terry, my, my school, my club is doing great. Winning a lot. Uh, but like we're, like you said, mentioned. They're on pre-season in Biarritz at the moment. Mm. Every three or four years, it changes drastically. Yeah. You know, like oh. it's, there's, a n- there's like four new players into one team and now they're the best team ever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so my my rugby claim to fame is, you know, Jerry Collins. Yes. Uh, passed away, yeah. Jerry Collins. Yeah. Um, he had a child with one of my friends from school in the village that we grew up in. Oh, okay. So r- he they they met in New Zealand. He's Kiwi, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, biggest biceps in rugby. It was him, wasn't it? Jerry Collins. Could have been. They yeah. used to call it. Yeah, <coughs> he, he couldn't hold the ball like that. <laughs> It's bicycle, by the way. Always had a mohawk, like dyed hair and stuff, like a bit of a crazy character. I was in the local pub, which is like, you know, Croyd, where I grew up, is a small village. You can walk around it in 20 minutes. Very popular, though. Yeah. Very popular. And yeah, just walked in, and she's there, this this guy. I went, name and stop it. And I was like, hey. And she's like, yeah, this, this is my, my boyfriend. And I was like, oh, hey. And then I was like, okay, that looks like Jerry Collins. You knew who Jerry Collins was? Yeah, because the rugby had just been on. My brother's really into rugby. Right. He was a very good rugby player as well. Sean was. Um, and so, yeah. And I was like, asking a few people. And they're like, yeah. That's Jericho. Anyway, they end up having a kid. I was like, what? Um, but then he, I went to a barbecue one night, a couple of years later. And the other Kiwi captain, the like legend Dan Carson. Carter. Dan Carter, Jerry Collins. Oh, like two or three others were no all way. at this barbecue. Henry, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. I was like, fuck. Random little village, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, you know what happened with Jerry was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, <coughs> I was in. We were playing rugby in New Zealand in 2002, and Ireland were doing an international tour of New Zealand at the same time. So one of the days we had to go from the South Island to the North Island, and we were getting a little internal flight. So we're waiting in the airport, and it's this tiny airport. It's like two or three big rooms. Yeah. One of them was a little arcade room. So I was in there playing Sega Rally, <laughs> right, whilst you're waiting for the flight. And it was winter stays on. And I was dominating the challengers. Like, clean streak, whatever, fish, bash, bosh. Came out, and uh, Christian Cullen was sitting over at the side reading the newspaper. Unreal. And I was like... Harley. I was like, I think that's Christian Cullen. And they were like, oh, what are you talking about? The, the whole team's just been here. And I was like, what? Oh, no way. <laughs> the whole team had just come through. The lads are showing me photographs. And this is in the days of where, like, the photos were developed, like, six weeks later when we <laughs> got back to Dublin. <laughs> the lads standing beside John Alamu in the airport. Like, and I'm in the fucking arcade room. <laughs> and, <Sega laughs> Rally, and nobody's telling me, because they're all going one way out. Like, no one's coming back in. <laughs> and I'm in there going, It's <laughs> the whole team. No, no photo with John Alamu. Oh. Sega Rally. So that's, uh, I don't think Jerry Collins was there back then. That was 2002. Yeah, I think he was just after Jonah Lomu, wasn't yeah. he? I think. Or maybe he was very young when he was in there, but yeah. It would have been the very end of Jonah Lomu's career, I'd say. Yeah. 2002, anyway. But uh, yeah, so that was, that's my missed claim to fame with the mm. whole team. And Ireland got pumped by the, by the Kiwis back yeah. then. Mm. Um, so, right, Tomas, back to you. Rugby, where'd you quit? Um, injury. What was I it? I was playing, playing in rack and... I had an injury when I was younger, um, FAI. In your hip? In my hip. Um, and and a hip impingement, basically. Yeah, exactly. And I managed it all the time, and then I kind of got lazy with the rehab. Um, came over here, really stopped doing the rehab, and three played three seasons with Rack, and the last game of the of that season I remember making a run with the ball and whatever way I stepped I could just feel the pain in my hip and I was like no that's me done instantly Inst- I just I knew after that game that that was it um, and to be honest I thought I would feel kind of deflated not playing again but 
I just completely lost the love for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just happened. I, I thought I would be like, oh, I want to stay coaching or as much as I do like coaching rugby, it's not, I'm, I'm fine without it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know exactly that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Carlo walked away from a professional football contract at 17. He had enough. Just had enough. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. My dad had kind of burnt me out. Okay. Yeah. He, he played, when he was younger as well and then ruined his career from not training properly and so on I think he tried to kind of push it and live it through me and then um, yeah I was just it just completely burned out yeah. it just wasn't mine I wasn't playing because I wanted to I was just getting hassled every week for, you know by yeah. him unfortunately you know nothing was good enough and so on I just yeah I was yeah. done yeah yeah you kind of when you lose the love for it it's just like yeah why I mean it took me two years out I didn't kick a ball for two or three years um, and then got back to it and I still love it now and I'm still yeah. yeah, I'm looking now actually to try and try and get back into playing some five aside. Yeah. Yeah. Five aside here. Yeah. I just I need to find out who it is that yeah, I don't know. runs it and then the, you know, you join a team or like a group of people and each week you just put your name down, you turn up and have a kick around but You should look into it here and see if we can get yeah some names and a hat. Yeah. I'll so be the resident the resident keeper. You're a keeper? <laughs> So bad at football. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but you're good with your Shock, hands on the ball. So yeah. <laughs> Why are you so bad at football? N- never go to football. I remember uh, in fourth year playing, a couple of my mates set up a football team, and it was the last five minutes, and they were up like 3 0. <laughs> and they brought me on and gave away a penalty, <laughs> and they scored a goal when I was in defence. <laughs> <laughs> Well so it was three two at oh the end score. Right. You still won. Right. You were just making it interesting. There was a lot of pressure yeah, on the last, <laughs> the last <laughs> two minutes. Did yeah. you know instantly that that was it? That was it. That was that's the end it. Of your that football career. One, well. one and only. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. We've all had some. I had some stinkers in goal. Yeah. We still get. I still not allowed to play football with some of my, my mates <laughs> after like one game and when we were in university in England uh, yeah. in Dublin, showed up in jeans, hoodie, no gloves. Got Lampton goal, <laughs> had no interest in being there. <laughs> Didn't perform well. Yeah. You know those games where you have like your league and university, and there's the team at the top, and then there's the team at the bottom. When the team at the bottom is notoriously getting pumped like seven, eight, nine nil. Yeah, yeah. It's actually not good enough to beat them two nil, because the other lads are beating them seven nil. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You yeah, have to yeah, beat them. Yeah. I think we won like five two or five three or something. I was in goal. Still get a stick for it. <laughs> so. Oh well, we can put you in goal tomorrow. Have a laugh. See what happens. Um, so we'll wrap this up now in a minute. So what else is ha- what's on your horizon? What's what's the future? Carlo's got a little paddle going on. What, anything you're training for? Um, I hope to do another triathlon soon. Um, yeah. Well, within in 2023, I would say. So not um, soon. I'd love to do one tomorrow, like, but just getting back from an injury as well um what's this injury <laughs> uh, knee cartilage. oh yeah that's fair enough that's um, a bad one and yeah t- i did one i think it was january or december last year and absolutely loved it did a sprint one really really enjoyed the training and the experience yeah yeah nice so what are you gonna do commit to it now what month january 2023 if there's one in january i'll do it yeah all right done you heard it here first as long as i'm injury free mm. 
we ever injury free? <laughs> late, late December, he starts hobbling in. Uh, and oh, <laughs> the old shrapnel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> playing up again. Yeah. Obviously, you're injury free, but you got to make a decision early. Yeah, say mm. January 23 then. Right. Yeah. Good. And uh, if we can't get you one January, we'll get you one in February. Yeah. What there's quite a few going on, isn't there? Uh, yeah, there's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You just they pick up quite. We'll in about five minutes' time when we get off this. Yeah. What, um, what distance? Sprint, so it's what's it? Seven fifty, seven fifty swim, twenty k bike, five k run. Easy, mate. Easy, yeah. easy. An hour and a half done and dusted, mate. Take your time. Do it an hour forty five. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, it's open. Is it open ocean? Swim. Most of them will be in the ocean. Yeah. 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 There's one in Yas Marina. That's but it's February March. That's supposed to be a nice one. Yeah. Yeah. You swim in the marina water, and yeah. then you run the track, then you cycle the track. Or mm. you s- yeah, you cycle and you run on the track. Yeah. yeah, on the Formula One track. How cool would that be? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've uh, the Abu Dhabi. Yeah, yeah. I've cycled that track. That's cool. Yeah, you can just go. There's like open. I think they have just evening. O- where you open can go, yeah. days yeah. where you can just, just go and far cycle. Away. Yeah, or run it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Look, most we'll get you on that one for sure. Yeah. So fix your knee. How long left on your recovery? Um, hopefully, three four weeks. Yeah. Oh, and then I can get running again. Hopefully. Okay. Good. Yeah. I saw you jumping around last night doing jumping lunges and so on. Yeah, that f- yeah, feels good. Yeah. The, all the demos in the class, the uh, jumps you and stuff. Are what was it? Uh, arthroscopy in the just, just keyhole. Keyhole, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just cleaning it out. Clean it out, yeah. yeah. Great. Snip, snip yeah. away and suck it. Yeah. That's it, yeah. yeah. Uh, hopefully, that's all it. Right. Well, you've gone from being a fat kid to being a triathlete. Yeah. And now you're yeah. a nutritionist. Yeah. You need to tell your story a bit more. I didn't know any of that. We'll have to, uh, you'll have to like yeah, that's cool. in a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was, do you have any photos? Yeah, you know, you got a photo of you with long hair, which we which we'll talk about on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should, I've I've got pictures of me with super long hair as well. We should have a have a <laughs> long hair collage. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not shy of it. I'm not I've shy of it. it. I've seen some pieces of There's you. There's a video of me in, in the TV. Wait, in did there. you did you have like a, a man undercut and no. long hair and a bun? Yeah, a bun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, long hair and a bun. And not shaved on no, the side. No, all it, it was long enough to all tied up at the back. Mm. Uh, yeah, and I'm not a, I'm not ashamed of it, Tomas. Yeah. I don't think you should be ashamed of it. The no, new revelations that Tomas had hair down to his nipples. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, I was 16. How old were we? Uh, well, I was 21. Okay, no, I yeah. might have been like 32 <laughs> or something. <laughs> when I had mine. That's right. That's where I was going with this. Bit of a rough patch. <laughs> that midlife was early. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we can talk about the haircut. Uh, but do you have any fat kid photos? Sure, I can <laughs> dig one or two out. That's all we need. Uh, I mean, I you're, <laughs> you're young, yeah. so you have to have like. Say, I have a few for rugby. Found, when were you fat? 2015. Yeah, I've got photos of my phone, my my camera of my iPhone mm. that stretch back to 2015. Yeah. yeah, the way Apple just keeps allowing you accumulate photographs give you yeah. more bigger bigger yeah. memory so you just no store all your old phone stuff yeah. on your new phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fifteen thousand pictures. There you go. So. Sure, I can find one or two somewhere. That's what I want to hear, Tomas. All right, you say you heard <laughs> it here first. <laughs> that tra- triathlon sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, the sprint was really. It was fun because. Yeah, I, I it's a run. nice way to get yeah. into them to start. Yeah, exactly. To, yeah, yeah. Are you a swimmer? I enjoy swimming. Yeah. I don't enjoy swimming. I have to forget. Uh, have you to got the you got the bill for it though. Still the length. I've either got I got two speeds and one is too fast and the other is sink. <laughs> Yeah, I, I used to be. I used to. Be it's just controlling the breathing, isn't it? Going too quick all the time. That's yeah. not that easy. Though. You just said that like it's. Oh, just control your breathing. Yeah. Con- control the, bre- the the breath to stroke. So 
people hold their breath for too long. Yeah. So they they max out their breath, and then they're always trying to recover, always trying to recover. And the, it, the, yeah. the trick is never to to get anywhere near maxing out. So <coughs> three. I get, I get five meters on. Yeah, three strokes, and it's always opposite opposite oh, breathing. Maybe, maybe and then on the, on the third, especially in the open in uh, in ocean, on the third. You, you slow that down and you just reach and you just breathe as you come in and then two you see seven. when you say slow that down when this you just don't you what you did there is you did a real slow motion arm up yeah i've now gone <laughs> 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 i've just gone down <laughs> into the water yeah like i have to go fast or i sink this is my That's problem heavy bones get get the legs moving a little bit more yeah yeah but then i that's another thing i did wrong was kick too much yeah, there's yeah, a, there is a fine line. Yeah, you've got to kick enough just to keep your back end. Yeah, because the legs are the biggest muscles in your body, so if yeah. you move them more, you're going to be more fatigued. Yeah, and I used to kick way too much, and then I would just can gas you bring, out. Um, can you bring pa- paddles or like no. flip-flops? And, um, what are they called? Flip-flops. Flippers. <laughs> Flippers. Yeah. You, m- you, you might get like disqualified for that. Yeah, well, yeah. Can you just be like, listen, lads, I'm not going to win. I'll, I'll you just want to get through this. Yeah, I, can I just... I don't... Let me go back here. Yeah, floaty. I promise I won't win. <laughs> and a rubber ring with a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have got the float things on the yeah. pros. I see them with them. Yeah. Coming off their waist, the little circle balloon thing. Oh, yeah. They're it's kind of like a bad weather thing to make sure that everyone's <laughs> Yeah. But I'm sure it helps them survive if they're dying. Yeah. They put what goes in them. You can put your supplies in. You right. can put your water, oh, really? your uh, yeah. food. They, they, you tow it. Yeah, yeah. 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 You tow it. Yeah. Or, yeah. or you keep, yeah, you can, so you can keep stuff drying it. Yeah. It doesn't really help you float. No, it, 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 no, it would help. drag on it. I was thinking. Yeah, but it would help you float. I mean, I'm nowhere near good enough to realize that or recognize that drag. Yeah, no, but surely I it would help you float if you're now drowning and you have to grab it. I, I, I have one. And it doesn't really help. I, I tried to grab it. In yeah. The middle, like I was swimming where I, w- I used to live. There. You used to be able to swim bay to bay. And I grabbed it just testing it in the middle yeah. of it in the middle of it you just put it down just pulled it straight down oh yeah. no yeah. i thought it was like like a I proper that's a real good idea because like maybe like a pr- a why would you why would you prefer preference a rule over mm. a life mm. you know like give the person a chance yeah give them mm. a floaty thing if you're dying just accept your race is over but survive but still the, yeah maybe this thing yeah do you know like okay i get it, it gets vicious though the swim right holy shit you this get why kicked I've in the face you get grabbed punched like it gets I, really yeah gnarly. i just i was the last one in the water i was like you go do your thing yeah exactly I'll yeah put my flippers on yeah my yeah yeah <laughs> like the, the, the time doesn't start until you cross the line anyway so if you finish the swim is there loads of lads just standing there going can I wait here? No, everybody. Like, I it's cra- it's it. crazy, yeah, yeah. Everyone wanted to be in the water as soon as possible. Were you the like. only one stood on the edge? Uh, I was probably the last man going in the water. That's a bit scary. I get a little bit And then t- yeah, that's what's also tricky. Is being like, if you're in the middle of three or four people splashing around, when you're trying to breathe and swim, yeah. and you get all that churned up water, that's yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. This is why I've been told, don't do a sprint for that reason. Yeah. Or don't do a super sprint, which but is the really just shorter short. one. Yeah. Because it's just chaos. You have to yeah, find yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, but the lads doing the the lads doing the full try, they laughed us, and they were worse. Like one of them, literally, I'd say he was kicking. He had his head. He had his hand on my head, coming around like. Yeah. Oh no! They full grab. They'll grab no, your heels. No messing, like. They'll grab your your cut. You know your waistbands and stuff. Yeah. Pretty on. Yeah. Like as they're kicking, they'll they'll heel strike like a little bit as well like in kicking, the nose. It's like on kicking, if your head's there, you're getting it. Yeah, yeah, if they feel anyone, they'll straighten out and go with the heel. And boom! Oh, you get it. Broken nose. Yeah. I don't know why they. Yeah, get it gets, it gets I don't know why they come bit around. Bit 
Like, are you in? Are you going backwards? Like, you're in the wrong place. No, they were it's just like what we discussed with the surfing. Hmm. You know, the you're in my look, you're on my wave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just going to lock. What they don't? You. They don't have where you get into the water is a big long straight line yeah and all you just swim in a big long straight line no that might be tricky in some places yeah. but and you just pick where where you're going i'm just gonna but no they all go <laughs> yeah it's all suction and vacuum pack into each other and then jump in and yeah that's it yeah because i've seen uh people murdering each other for the lack of a better term in water polo yeah mm. i've, that, I've heard polo, that's yeah, a like they're actually fighting and yeah them. yeah like you keep your head steady but your arms are like <laughs> yeah it's supposed yeah. to be brutal yeah yeah brutal that have you played water polo? Never. Jeez, I tell you what, that is one of the toughest things, like energy wise. And just imagine, yeah. those guys are freakish how fit and yeah. how strong they are. So keep yourself, you know, with basically your chest above the water and be able to do that for that yeah. period of time is nuts. We used to play it as part of our recovery in rugby games. Yeah, in our, when we were playing rugby super seriously, we would go in the pool twice a week and and uh, yeah, it's good fun. A few minutes of that, it's quite cool. But yeah, yeah. With a rugby ball. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, look, let's watch out for you and surviving a triathlon. Yeah, tell us all about yep. it on the next. Well, on a future podcast, we'll do some of these a bit more often. Yeah. Um, where can people get a hold of you online for the seven people that are listening that already know all about you? Uh, so my Instagram holder is Thomas Young Coaching. I think. Yeah. yeah. And Just spelled Thomas with no H. T O M A S Y O U N G. Fodder. C O A. C H I N G. I think you, we all spoke, both just spoke over you, but Tomas Young coaching. Carlo, anything else to add? Nope, all good. Oh, uh, well, I'm not sure, yeah, when when this comes out, but obviously Five Guys kicks off on the 4th. Yeah, plug your dates. Yeah. Nice. Uh, on the 4th of September, two spaces. So I've got three signed up, which is nice. So I've got two more people to join the journey. Happy days. Yeah. Yep. Oh, we'll get this out in the next 10 days. I've got yeah. Last okay. one to go and then this one. So. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, folks, thank you for listening, and we'll thank chat you. next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.